Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 272. Fire. 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 Incredible entrepreneurs share their inspiring journey with you every day on Entrepreneur on Fire. Prepare to ignite now. Now, here is your host with yet another amazing guest, John Lee Dumas. Entrepreneur on Fire. Hey, oh, Fire Nation. Picture this. You're screening calls, closing deals, and making money, all while lounging poolside in the hot summer sun, thanks to eVoice, of course. Go to eVoice.com, enter the promo code FIRE for your free 30-day trial. That's eVoice.com, promo code FIRE. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Debbie Phillips. Debbie, are you prepared to ignite... John Dumas, I am a woman on fire. Yes. What do you think? <laughs> I know you are. And Debbie is also the inspiring founder of Women on Fire and a pioneer in the field of executive and life coaching. She is known for her work in transforming women's lives. Her gift is her ability to see and nurture the strengths, gifts, and talents of the women she works with. I've given Fire Nation just a little overview, Debbie, but take a minute. Tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you and then give us an overview of your business. John, I'm just so excited to be here. I love your podcast. Fantastic. And I'm, you know, I feel just so grateful that I do the work that I love, which is to connect women to each other so that they can live lives that they dream of. And I started out, I grew up in a teeny tiny little town in Ohio, and I became a newspaper reporter. And then I went into the field of politics. I actually worked for John Glenn, who is an astronaut, as you may know. Yeah. And And he was running for president. I worked for him. And then I became the press secretary, so the spokesperson for the governor of Ohio. And that was a pretty exciting for a little small town girl. And eventually, I ran a television production company. And I did all that really before I was 40. And I always felt like, oh, I, I need more support, or I could be so much better if I just had more, more support. So I eventually created a job that I needed for myself. And I did it for other people. And I became a coach. And there was no such thing as a life or executive coach that I'd ever heard of when I uh, became that, essentially. And so after coaching mostly women for probably 10 or 12 years, I saw what their struggles were. And that was they were so busy and they really didn't have time for themselves. You know, they were juggling their families, their lives. Yeah. And yeah. And so I, um, I decided that I would start putting my clients together just so they wouldn't feel so alone in the world and so they could share their inspiration and share what they were excited about in life. And I did that and they loved it so much that they started inviting their friends and their friends and their friends. And now Women on Fire is a community nationally. We have some, some out in the world too, but mostly we're focused in the United States and Canada. And we now have thousands of Women on Fire who connect with each other. 
Wow. I just love hearing you say women on fire because when I started <laughs> Entrepreneur on Fire, it was kind of a light bulb moment I had. And I'll mm-hmm. share that with you quickly, Debbie, is I was literally in another room. I had Sports Center on in the background and I was trying to come up with a name for my company. I wanted it to exude energy and passion and excitement. Mm-hmm. And Stuart Scott said, wow, look at LeBron James. He is on fire. <laughs> and I just realized that that phrase on fire really resonated with everybody. And so to me, when I was interviewing entrepreneurs, Entrepreneurs, it was just such an easy connection, entrepreneur on fire. And then when I heard about you, Debbie, I was like, yes, there are other people out there who get it. I love it. <laughs> well, I felt the same way when I heard about you. I went, yes, there's an entrepreneur on fire. And it's, it's thrilling. And you know, that's another thing for those of us who are entrepreneurs, where we get the seeds for our, our ideas and how they can be just a little tiny spark. And I actually heard the first time I heard the words women on fire, um, it was it was a documentary film and I could not stop thinking about that that woman on fire and then many years later I ran into a woman totally coincidentally who also had a play and it was called Women on Fire so what are the chances of that you know that I would never <laughs> I never stopped thinking of those words women on fire and then I would meet you know those two women and 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 got their blessing when I wanted to name um, our group Women on Fire love that was 10 years ago. Well, I resonate with that incredibly well, Debbie. I also resonate with the small town mentality. I grew up in a tiny, teeny town in southern Maine, about 2,000 people. So I totally get that. I still love going back there because of its feel. But now I'm out here in San Diego, so it's a little different of a feel. But, you know, different times call for different areas. So it's all good and well. And Debbie, let's transition now to our first real topic because we love getting that motivational ball rolling. We want to get that spark lit, so to speak. So share with us a success quote. Well, John, a quote that I have used both in my life as a uh, as in a coach and now in running women on fire. And it's, it's really, it's a quote and it's really a mantra. And that is every time you meet someone, just remember that everyone has loved something, lost something and is afraid of something. And when you think of it in that way, it really levels the playing field. So no matter what you're fearful of, you know, if you're fearful of walking into the CEO's office of such and such a company, just remember that, you know, he or she has loved something, lost something, and is afraid of something. It's really helpful. Wow. So I love turning the tables now. How have you actually applied this mentality or how has this actually happened to you in your life? Well, every time that I'm afraid, I think of that. And so I, I remember when I first began speaking, I would be so terrified um, to get out and make a presentation, yeah. you know, even though it was what I loved. And so I remember looking, uh, uh, and unfortunately, I don't even have to do this anymore. But in the beginning, I would look out into the audience and I would just remember that they were sitting there and that they had, you know, some of them were heartbroken. Some of them were in the middle of loss. Some of them were really afraid. And that I knew and hoped that my words would empower them. And so remembering that mantra in the scariest of situations like that has really helped me through time. Wow. Well, thank you for sharing that, Debbie. And let's continue to move forward in your journey because as entrepreneurs, we have such a journey and you shared quite a special insight with your political background and 
you're working with an astronaut and the potential president of the United States and all of these different things that you've had. And of course, somewhere along the line, you've had a failure, multiple failures, but share with Fire Nation one specifically that really resonated with you and that you think will resonate with Fire Nation. And how did you overcome that? Of course, I've had many. And I would say that the, the, you know, the main obstacle is always myself and what I'm thinking and what the limitations are. But, but I want to go back to something. And, and, you know, I, John, I really do believe um, where I am in my life now, like I look back and every mistake that I made led me to something else. And I made a, a major mistake that I made was I was on my, I was in between jobs and I wanted to write a book on grief. And I had a sabbatical set up um, in England and I was very excited. I was going to work in a hospice and somebody offered me a job that I knew in my gut wasn't the right thing, but it was a lot of money. And so <laughs> I took it and I was so miserable and people kept saying, Oh, you know, are you going to do your sabbatical? Which I didn't because I took the job for lots of money. Right. And, but what ended, it ended up in happening and it would turned out to be a total disaster. And, um, and I left it after like three or four months. But on the very day that I left it, someone called me and asked me to come to work for them doing something else. And that's when I turned um, the dream of helping other people into a reality. So while I went to work for this person, I actually went to work as a coach and I helped him strategize his business. And that's what's launched my entire coaching career. So the failure of really accepting this awful job because it was lots of money <laughs> did turn out to be good. But it was, you know, it was, it was a mistake. Well, I know for me throughout my journey is that I was always looking for that passion to what lit me up inside. And mm-hmm. I bounced from industry to industry because I never really found it. And I knew every single time deep down, these jobs that I was taking was, were just not for me. I knew it in my gut, but I still, I took it because I had nothing else to do and because they seemed to be great opportunities. And everybody was saying, wow, great job, lots of money, et cetera. But I knew I would never excel because I was never passionate about it. But at the same time, I didn't have that passion that I could chase and I was really wanting to have that, but I just couldn't find it until luckily for me, Entrepreneur on Fire came along. So for you, Debbie, what was that one clear lesson you learned from that entire experience? Right. Well, you're describing something that's so important in in our journeys and it's called stomping your perimeter. And so, you know, to me, uh, and I listen to your podcast, you are so in the right livelihood. And what I'm doing now with Women on Fire and, and leading women to li- live these lives that they want, that's my right livelihood. But to get there, you know, I had to kiss some frogs. <laughs> but, but, but it really all was we were stomping our perimeter. So even in my jobs that I had that were a struggle or I, weren't, I wasn't crazy about, I took so much from those and I just kept adding it, adding it, adding it. So the idea of stomping my perimeter until I could put it all together. And today I use every single mistake, every single frustration, every single obstacle, every single experience I use in what I'm doing now. I couldn't have done that had I not stomped my perimeter, just as you were describing. You know, you kept doing these different jobs until you finally get to the thing. And for me, 
you know, I feel like I finally, it, you know, by the time I w- was, you know, in my late 40s, early 50s, I finally found the thing. I love how you keep using that phrase, stomping the perimeter, probably mm-hmm. primarily because I'm an old army guy and I really do resonate <laughs> with that. But can you explain to me and to Fire Nation exactly what stomping the perimeter means? Exactly. It means when you're stomping your perimeter, you're, you're taking a job and you're moving then to the next job, the next job. So you're just, you know, think of it as a circle. And you're really, as you go from place to place, you're gathering skills, experience, expertise, and then you're adding it to the job that came before you. So by the time, um, and I always say, you know, by the time we're in our 40s, 50s, 60s, we can really put all, all that together, all the learning, and create the thing as you have done with Entrepreneur on Fire. And, uh, and I believe I've done with Women on Fire. I use everything. So I stomped my perimeter. And so maybe, maybe it has a, does it have a different connotation in the army when you're um, stomping? A little them? bit, which is why okay. I'm, I'm kind of wondering, let me mm-hmm. first ask this question. Where did you first hear stomping your perimeter? It's actually a term, I, f- I first heard it in, um, it's a term that is used by uh, career counselors. Got it. And yeah, so it's actually a technical term. Yeah. Career counseling. Well, so you heard it from career counselors, that's great. And for the Army, you know, it kind of more like means fortifying your position in a way. But for me and for you, Debbie, I'm kind of thinking, my mind just kind of spinning here. And stomping in a way, I just kind of have images of putting out a fire. You're like stomping on a fire. I'm thinking maybe you and I are expanding our firing. How does that? Ooh, I like it. And I really like (laughs) fortifying our position. Yeah, fortifying. As you you move from job to job, you're fortifying your position of what you'll eventually do. And you can fortify that with a firing that you continually Mm. expand. I love this. Okay, we could could just go back and forth about this and brainstorm all day, but we're going to have to move on because you gave us an amazing failure, a great clear lesson. Let's move into an aha moment when that lightning bolt just hit and you said, wow, this does resonate with me. This is my authentic self. What moment was that in your journey, Debbie? And what steps did you take specifically to turn that moment into success? Well, I, there was a moment I was sitting in a restaurant in New York City with a woman who was a magazine editor. And I said, if I put women together, would you come and and attend? And she's like, absolutely. I would, I would attend anything you put together. And it was so funny because I had been thinking and thinking for so long about how I wanted to put my clients together, but I must've been really unsure that anybody would come. But when she, she who was so sophisticated and, and, and powerful and interesting, when she was so overwhelmingly enthusiastic, that was the big aha moment. After that, I put together a tea in New York and it was smashingly successful. And that was not, that was nine years ago. And of course, we now hold women on fire teas, not only in New York, but all over the country. So that aha moment, you know, of, of oh my yeah. gosh, she's going to, she would come, <laughs> you know, led to this. And, and, you know, also there was great financial reward too in this business. So it wasn't just something I was doing for fun. I was really doing it for, you know, for work. 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, every passion does need to be coupled with a viable business so we can maintain and keep going forward. Absolutely, Debbie. And I can just really see you there that day with her, that light bulb going off. And and you almost maybe in a little way being, wow, I should have brought this up six months ago or a year ago. And and that's so many of the listeners right now. And that was me too. It was like, Mm -hmm. I have this great idea, but nobody's going to accept it. And then I'm going to be embarrassed. And so I have this fear because I'm going to be rejected or there's going to be failure. And that's why that minimally viable product that Eric Reese talks about is so important. Mm -hmm. Just go out there with anybody that you think might be one of your customers. And in your case, your perfect customer, sit them down and just Go back and forth with them because if they don't like your idea, they'll tell you and then they can give you ideas to improve it. So you need to get that idea out in the universe. Don't keep it inside. Put it out there. Get feedback. You are so right. And I see that in my own clients and my own, you know, world of women on fire. It's, it, it's that waiting. And I, you were absolutely right. I, 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 thought, I thought it to death, you know, before yeah. I ever popped it out. <laughs> so, yep. Absolutely. And that's why masterminds can be so powerful. Mm. And Terrific. like-minded entrepreneurs getting together, sharing feedback, really with that commitment to each other's success. If you can get out there, find people within your niche who are getting together offline or online, something to really think about, Fire Nation. So, Debbie, Pull out just one clear lesson from that aha moment that you can share with our listeners. When I walked out of there that day, I remember the sunshine hitting my face and I went, wow, this is a lot easier than I thought it would be. A lot easier. And you know what? It always is, is that first (laughs) step is the difficult thing. That first step of exposing yourself to rejection, to failure, to ridicule, which in our minds we make it like it's going to be so bad, like everybody's going to be pointing at us as we walk down the street laughing hysterically where that's just not the case. So, wow. I love all of this, Debbie. And you have so many exciting things going on right now with your business. Share with Fire Nation a couple of those things that are really exciting you right now and why. What's super exciting is we are just about to publish our second book. It's called Women on Fire, 21 Inspiring Women Share Their Life Secrets and Save You Years of Struggle. We had um, a first book that was uh, one of the best compilation book in the nation um, four years ago. And so I'm so proud and I'm really excited about this about this second book. It's so important for women to be able to tell their stories, where they've come from, where that we you know how they've struggled and how they've gotten through it. That's always a big part for us. Like how how do women, you know, what happens to them in their lives and and what yeah. do they do to make themselves successful? So that's one thing. The other thing is Women on Fire, we have a membership program. And so I interview all these exciting women. So this month I interviewed Judy Bloom and I interviewed, as you have, Barbara Corcoran and nice. Lisa Gibbons. And yeah, just these amazing, inspiring uh, women. And in, in our membership, it, it's another thing that brings women together. Love memberships. I mean, we just mentioned them, how they are so powerful. And actually here at Entrepreneur on Fire, I've started Fire Nation Elite Debbie, which is exactly what we mentioned. It's just this great group of entrepreneurs. We have 50 right now. and We're growing by leaps and bounds every single month of a community that's just committed to each other's success and giving each other feedback. And that's so 
valuable and it's, it's unbelievable when you just have that support system in place for each other and you have that community because that's one thing as entrepreneurs, we sometimes feel alone. We feel like mm-hmm. nobody understands us. So you need to have like-minded peers out there giving you feedback. Mm-hmm. One-on-one coaches are incredibly important. I got one right when I first started Entrepreneur on Fire and that was invaluable. But I also loved the mastermind feel and that is mm-hmm. huge. So share with us just a couple things about your mastermind that you feel are really working right now. Well, I think what really works are both the when they receive material and when they have the opportunities to get together. So we have retreats and teas and often they meet each other and they go off and they have friendships and that yeah. really works. So everything that you're doing is so right on with your, um, you know, your elite program because and, and I always say, I love what you said about like-minded, and I think that's true, too. So for women on fire, I always say like-hearted because nice. our women are really coming from the heart, and you can always just have a feel for, like, who's a woman on fire. I, I know in three seconds who a woman on fire is just because of the way her heart is in the world. And I think another great lesson right there, Deb, is how important it really is when you're first starting any kind of a business to really know your avatar, that perfect Mm. customer, Mm -hmm. that perfect client, that perfect fit for your business. Know that person. Describe that person. Give that person a name and attributes. So then when you see that person or someone just like them, you recognize them. That is such a key step to take in the business world. And you've done that. So you can spot women Mm -hmm. on fire now. I've done that. So I can see like-minded Fire Nation Mm -hmm. leaders. And I love that. So Mm -hmm. great Mm -hmm. stuff, Debbie. All right, Fire Nation, we're not going to take a minute to face the facts. As new and aspiring entrepreneurs, we don't have all the money in the world to spend on fancy phone systems and the like. That's why I'm excited to tell you about eVoice, a reliable voice service with all the advanced features of an expensive phone system. eVoice offers features like conference calling, high-capacity storage. They even have auto attendance. You don't have to worry about picking up the phone every single time it rings. Evoice also offers a fully hosted system so you don't have to worry about technology upgrades and network monitoring. They do it all for you. Want more? Evoice is offering a 30-day free trial right now. Experience for yourself why there's no better way to connect with people who drive your business. Go to evoice.com, enter the promo code FIRE for your 30-day trial. That's evoice.com, promo code FIRE. We're now going to move into my favorite part of the show, the lightning round. And this is where I get to ask you a series of questions and you come back at us, Fire Nation, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? (laughs) Sounds good to me. I'll try to hold up my end of it here. (laughs) Here we go. What (laughs) (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? The fact that my father was, I grew up swearing I will never, ever become an entrepreneur because I just wanted parents. My parents tried a lot of different businesses, failed at almost all of them except one. And um, so when I was growing up, I was like, oh, I just want him to work real jobs, regular jobs, um, not being. And so I swore I'd never become an entrepreneur. And what did I do? I became an entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love it how you say they failed at everyone except mm-hmm. one. And that's the key is that you just mm-hmm. keep trying as entrepreneurs until you find that one. So mm-hmm. Debbie, what's the best advice you've ever received? Well, the best advice I ever received was from my favorite entrepreneur who you do not know, 
My father. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Mr. Phillips. Mr. Phillips. And my father, um, it was. I go back to so much of what he said. When, so when times get tough, I just remember he said, there's nothing better than the freedom of working for yourself because no one can limit you but yourself. And so every time I keep thinking like I want to blame something on someone, I'm like, nope, nope, there's no blame except for me. And it's, it's just always been so inspiring. And there is nothing like the freedom of being an entrepreneur and carving, you know, my own path. And no one limits my potential. The sky's the limit. My imagination is the limit of where I can go. Wow. Well, I resonate with that so much because in every one of my previous careers, I always felt limited. That was one thing. I always felt like I was hitting mm-hmm. some kind of glass ceiling. You and were. Finally, when I launched with Entrepreneur on Fire, I realized there was no ceiling. But at the same time, and it's kind of scary, there mm-hmm. is no floor. I mean, <laughs> you're just kind of floating there. And it's almost your decision as to whether you go up or down because do I take a nap right now or do I knock out another podcast? Well, right. Thankfully, Debbie's calling, so I'm going to do a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Well, knowing your schedule, I don't even think you give yourself any time. You just keep moving forward, and that's fantastic. (laughs) And that's what we have to do. You know, we just keep moving forward. So, Debbie, what's something that's working for you right now? Well, right now in my business, I'm doing live chats. I'm using live stream and and, and so connecting um, visually. Um, with women on fire at least once a month. And that's really, really working because it allows them, um, you know, it allows us to have interaction. And then there's a chat stream as well and allows them to interact with each other. And I was just thinking the other day, I was like, that is really, really, really works well. So love that. Mm -hmm. Whenever you can meet with your customers, your clients in a face to face and, you know, of course, with Skype and and Google Hangout and and like I was saying, what I use live stream, it really just using technology in that way is very powerful. Very cool. Well, that kind of moves us nicely into our next question, which is, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? Live stream being one that I will include in the show notes. I will say Google Hangouts, my new love. And my um, number one colleague lives about as far away from me as possible. I actually live on Martha's Vineyard and out in the ocean. (laughs) And she lives in LA. And every day we get together on Google Hangout, just just the two of us. But I have a lot of plans coming up. I'm going to do interviews with all of the co-authors of the Women on Fire books um, on, on Google Hangout because they're, it's easy to record. And then, of course, um, and then just with the, the logistics of, of, of Google and the possibilities um, with their SEO, it just makes a lot of sense. Makes a ton of sense. And Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that we mentioned in today's episode by going to entrepreneuronfire.com slash Debbie Phillips. Debbie, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? Well, it's a, it's a new book, and I just read it last week. It's called Link Out, How to Turn Your Network into a Chain of Lasting Connections. It's by Leslie Grossman, who is a friend, um, but she's also like this amazing leadership consultant and speaker, and she's run her own fair share of successful um, businesses and communities. And I love it because you know what, John? I still see so many people just don't know how to connect in a way that is 
you know, gets them results. And it's really deeply satisfying to both parties. And so Leslie has written a book that I think really nails it with, you know, strategies that can just make these connections, you know, really benefit your life and your career. So Link Out, Link Out is the name. Well, that is a great book. I have no doubt in Fire Nation, if you haven't already, you can get the audio version of this book for free by going to eofirebook.com. It's a gift for entrepreneur on fire listeners, eofirebook.com. So Debbie, this next question is my favorite, but it's kind of tricky. So take your time, digest it, then come back at us with an answer. Got it. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? <laughs> well, I would go to my laptop and I would find as many women as I could that were physically close. I would take the $500 and I would have a party and I'd bring all these women together and I would connect them to each other in some way and we would figure out a way to just make magic and turn that into a business. What do you think? I think that's great. And it's, it almost makes me think that you listened to episode 150, where one of my guests turned the tables and interviewed me because they were like, John, Fire Nation wants to know what you would answer to your questions. And so when I got to this question, I say, I take $500, I would yep. get a bunch of kegs, and I would get a buffet dinner set up, and I would invite everybody I could off of LinkedIn that I thought were rocking and rolling in the business industry in the local areas, and I would throw a pate. <laughs> you are such a man on far. Oh, it's so true. <laughs> you are. I love it. I feel like you're my soul brother. Oh, so brother from another mother. Yeah. <laughs> Debbie, love it. it has been great hearing about your journey. And thank you so much for being generous and sharing everything that you shared. Mm. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance from a woman on fire, then share how we can find you and then we'll say goodbye. Well, I would say that for everyone listening to look into yourself and know, you know, what is the love that you have and figure that out. What is the love you have? Figure it out and go share it with the world. Boom, Debbie. Fire Nation is well aware they can find the links to everything that you've said in today's episode by going to entrepreneuronfire.com slash Debbie Phillips. But share with us how we can find you. Well, it's easy to go right to my site, womenonfire.com and sign up for the free spark, which is my weekly blog. And, um, and again, you can also go to uh, debbiephillips.com and, and uh, the blog is there as well. And of course, I'm at, we're everywhere on social media. So we're on Twitter and Pinterest and I'm woman on fire on, on Twitter and Facebook as well. And there's all kinds of women on fire groups on Facebook. So um, just Google Debbie Phillips and women on fire and lots of stuff will come up. Boom. She owns SEO Fire Nation. Debbie, <laughs> thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, your experience. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, John. 100% support, monthly webinars, giveaways, an annual meetup, a private forum, private email access to me, your success stories being highlighted on Entrepreneur on Fire. 
These are all the things you'll get when you join Fire Nation Elite, a tribe of like-minded individuals who have banded together to form a powerful community. Speaking from experience, this type of community is priceless. Find out for yourself by applying at firenationelite.com and schedule your 15-minute chat with me today. In Fire Nation, last reminder for the episode, go to evoice.com, enter the promo code FIRE. You will not regret it. Thank you for joining us at entrepreneuronfire.com, your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite.